Hello, welcome to the Generational Cycle Breaker podcast. My name's Natasha and I'm your host and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Today's episode is going to be about aces and paces. Um, Sometimes people will refer to this area of study as, as just aces, some will refer to it as just paces and some will refer to it as both. ACES stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. PACES, or PCEs, stand for Positive Childhood Experiences. And then there is also PACES, P-A-C-E-S, and that's Positive and Adverse Childhood Experiences. But these are all different sides of the same coin. You will just see it called different things um, on different websites. I have linked the sites that I use for this podcast in my show notes. I did use a lot of information from the CDC Kaiser study um, about ACEs. And then I got a lot of information from the website ACEs Too High. We are going to start with the adverse childhood experiences, but before I get into them, I would like to tell you that I want you to make sure you stick around for the positive childhood experiences um, because there is hope behind this. It's not all just doom and gloom, and if you experienced these items or these adversities in childhood that you... um, have no way to improve the outcomes that you face. So I also do have a trigger warning for this episode. Of course, we're going to be talking about the different adverse childhood experiences. So as I go through them, uh, it may bring up some things, some memories for you, some emotions for you that I want to make sure that you are aware of um, and that you are expecting so that you're not surprised by them. Now, ACEs, as I said before, stand for Adverse Childhood Experiences. And those are potentially traumatic events that occur in childhood, so before the age of 18, um, or in some aspect of a child's environment that can undermine their sense of safety, stability, and bonding. ACEs have been linked to chronic health problems, mental illness, and substance use problems. They can negatively affect education, job opportunities, and earning potential. ACEs are really at the core of generational cycle breaking. Being aware that these experiences can lead to health issues later on in life, I think a lot of times can influence people to rethink the way that they're going to treat their children. So that's the first step. And then the positive experiences um, is the flip side of that. And um, those can also affect health throughout the lifetime. ACEs are common. 61% of adults surveyed 
experienced at least one of these adverse experiences as a child. And nearly one in six people experience four or more of these ACEs. This is important because it's important that we all know that we're not facing these difficulties alone and that other people have experienced similar difficulties. Maybe not as bad, maybe not exactly the same, but you're not alone in your experiences. So the way the ACEs are organized are that there are 10 basic questions. The ACE score is a number out of 10, and it gives an idea of what kind of adversities you had in childhood and what kind of adversities those might lead to in adulthood. The ACEs are categorized into three groups, abuse, neglect, and household challenges. I'm going to go through each one. I'm going to give examples uh, that would lead to those and kind of explain them. And then we will have more conversation about it after I go through the basic list. So the first category in the ACEs study was abuse. And abuse is broken up into three separate questions. Did you experience emotional abuse? This would be if someone were to swear at you, insult you, put you down, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might get physically hurt. And typically these experiences are going to be from an adult in the household. The second question in the abuse category is, were you physically abused? Did an adult in your household push you, grab you, slap you, throw something at you, or hit you in any way? And then the third part of the abuse category is sexual abuse. And this has an interesting kind of a qualifier to it and that qualifier is did someone five years or older sexually abuse you now there have been requests in to change this because studies have shown that not only are we missing a lot of people who suffered sexual abuse if we have that five-year cutoff Two-thirds of victims are abused by another child who is within five years of them. And studies have also shown that when someone is abused by another child within that five-year mark, the effects are the same. The person has the same adversities as they get older as someone who suffers at the hands of someone who's more than five years older than them. This is a very nuanced area, and um, it really can be looked at more on a case-by-case basis. Like I said, there has been a request in put in t- with the CDC to change the stipulation, but as of today, the stipulation still stands. The second area um, of difficulties is going to be household challenges. And there are five questions in this area. 
The first one is going to be, did you witness your mother treated violently? Pushed, grabbed, slapped, kicked, bitten, punched, had something thrown at her, threatened with a weapon. And this would typically be by your father, your stepfather, or your mother's boyfriend. The next question is, was there substance abuse in your house? Were one of your parents a problem drinker or an alcoholic, or did they do street drugs? The third question in this category is, was there mental illness in the house? Did one of your parents suffer with depression, or were they mentally ill, or did they attempt suicide? The next question is regarding parental separation or divorce. Did you have your parents separate or divorce when you were a child? And the last household challenge is, did any member of your household go through incarceration? The third category for ACEs in the questions is neglect. And there are two questions in this category. The first question is, did you suffer from emotional neglect? Emotional neglect might point to never or or rarely feeling loved, important, or special. Did you feel that no one looked out for anyone else in your family? Did you feel like there was no support? The last question has to do with physical neglect. When you were a child, was there no one there to care for or protect you? Were you not taken to the doctor when it was needed? Did you not have enough to eat? Were your parents too inebriated to care for you? Or did you have to wear dirty clothes? There have been expansions since the original questions came out for racism, discrimination, seeing a sibling abused, seeing a father abused, witnessing violence outside of the home, being bullied, being in foster care, living in a war zone or bad area, losing a family member to deportation, and going through natural disasters. So these are the general categories of adverse childhood experiences. These questions are to try to determine if you went through trauma as a child. Now, how do these link up to health risks, you ask? There is a graded relationship between the number of ACEs and the amount of adult health risk behaviors and diseases that people suffer with. So, People who have four or more ACEs are four to 12 times more likely to suffer from alcoholism, drug abuse, depression, or have a suicide attempt. They're two to four times more likely to smoke or have STDs. There's also a 1.4 to 1.6 times increase in inactivity and obesity. The number of ACEs is directly correlated to several adult onset chronic diseases like heart disease, cancer, 
chronic lung disease, liver disease. And people with an ACE score of six or more are at risk of their lifespan being shortened by 20 years. So these outcomes are why it's so important to break these cycles that we see going down through our generations. The good news is, though, that your brain is continuously changing based on experiences. So there are resiliency factors, and the resiliency factors that I'm going to go through are really targeted more towards um, things that you would experience in your childhood as well. But part of healing childhood trauma is building up these resiliency factors for yourself, even as an adult. Your brain will continue to change based on developing these positive experiences. And you can physically change and heal your brain, no matter how many of these things that you have experienced. Positive childhood experiences include feeling like you're able to talk to your family about your feelings. And I would like to say I'm a firm believer that even if neither of your parents were safe, that you can also pick up these resiliency factors through friends, through extended family members at school, through work, if you're doing it as an adult. These aren't just things that you have to get through your family of origin. Another uh, positive childhood experience is if you felt like your family stood by you at a difficult time. If you enjoyed participating in any kind of community traditions. If you felt a sense of belonging when you were in high school. If you feel supported by your friends. If you feel safe and protected if you felt safe and protected by an adult in your home growing up, if you had at least two non-parent adults who took a genuine interest in you. These positive childhood experiences have been shown to offset the adverse childhood experiences. In various studies, they have found that there is a dose-related response to them as well. Among juveniles in the justice system with four or more ACEs, if they had six or more positive childhood experiences, they were almost 25% less likely to reoffend. And kids with ACEs are more likely to have emotional and behavior problems, but kids with PACEs, PCEs, positive childhood experiences, will have less problems, regardless of the number of ACEs that they have. There are several ways that using this information can be helpful. On an individual level, it helps us to understand why we behave the way that we do. It also helps us to understand that our coping behaviors are normal. It is a normal response to an abnormal circumstance. Learning about positive childhood experiences gives people who have suffered adverse childhood experiences directions on how they can heal themselves. 
On an organizational level, leaders can use knowledge of positive childhood experiences to create a healthy, uh, healing-centered environment. On a community level, we can create mindful, healing-centered, research-informed approaches to prevent adversity and encourage connections and healing. And on a systems level, policymakers and leaders can support policies to promote understanding of how adversity and positive experiences work together. One of the studies that I had found that were talking about the relationship between positive childhood experiences and adverse childhood experiences pinned the word hope. And hope stands for health outcomes from positive experiences. And I just think that's so aptly named because there is hope. Even if you have a 10 out of 10 score for adverse childhood experiences, you can still heal and you can still lean on those positive experiences to help you do that. For this week's quote, I would like to um, actually read off two quotes from a book I just recently read. The book I recently read is called What Happened to You? And it is a book that is written by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. It had really amazing information in it. I would highly recommend it. What Dr. Bruce Perry says is our major finding is that your history of relational health, your connectedness to family, community, and culture is more predictive of your mental health than your history of adversity. This is similar to the findings of other researchers looking at the power of positive relationships on health. Connectedness has the power to counterbalance adversity. The second quote is, Oprah Winfrey asks Bruce Perry, so I'm not crazy? And he says, no, your brain is doing exactly what you would expect it to do, considering what you lived through. So please try to remember, dear friend, that today your brain is doing exactly what would be expected based on what you lived through. I know that this was a heavier episode because I talked through these various aces, but I hope that you do have hope that you can rebuild through positive experiences and through building up your relationships. And I also hope that you understand that the way that you react to things as an adult a lot of times is based off of experiences that you had when you were young. I'd like you to close your eyes, take a deep breath, put your hand on your heart, and I want you to know and I want you to say that you are strong and you are good and you are worthy of all the love in the world. I hope that you have a good day and I hope that you take some time to love yourself today. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.